With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie.
Welcome to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy. You guys know what it is, man. 8.03 p.m. Sunday, August 18th, and we are back on the air to serve, tell everybody what's going on, and to show some love out there to everybody who's doing their thing out there, man. All the people who are uh, out there trailblazing and doing what it takes to uh, make a difference. To all the folks who are outspoken on issues that aren't really popular. And, uh, you know, all the people who who believe in uh, freedom, justice, equality, who believe in God, who believe in Christ, you know, who believes in life. It's God's sake. There's it's a lot of foolery going on out here. And and I feel some kind of way about it. You know, I just got to I got to keep it 100, man. I mean. There's a, there's a lot of people who who oppose that they believe in what we believe in. And when I say we, I'm talking true conservatives. I'm not just talking people who are conservative because it's popular right now or because it gets some attention. But uh, I, I speak on true conservatives. And, you know, a lot of people tell me that uh, they say, they say, Pudgy, you know, uh, belief in Christ is, is not a characteristic of uh, conservatism. I beg your pardon. Actually, I don't beg your pardon. I really don't care what you think. For me, and as I always say on this show, conservatism is defined by me and my belief. Not yours, not your friends, not your uncles, your grandmothers, your mamas, your daddies, not even your pastors. Not your favorite politician. I could care less who you think who you think that defines conservatism for all of us. It's not a blanket theory. It's not something that I have to agree with and you have to agree with that makes us conservative. Conservatism is defined by me and by you. Well, here's the thing. Now, here's, here's the thing. It's also defined by truth. And God is the light. God is truth. God is truth and the light. You know, that's what leads us. That's what that's what gives us the the the, the motions and the notions in our heart and the ability to do and to discern and to love. You know, those are the characteristics that we share, okay, that make us conservative. Now, you might not like that. I know a lot of conservatives conservatives right now are probably going, oh, you know, Pudgy, I don't know about that. You know, I don't I don't really agree with that, and that, that's not right. Well, that's, that's too bad. You know, whatever works for you is fine. But, you know, I happen to believe that I'm a true conservative because of my belief in God, my belief in the American way, my love for my country and the people within it. And outside, you know, I don't, I don't forget. I'm, being a child of God is is the simple belief that we love all people, and we care for the benefit of things for all people. Like we we want everybody to be okay, you know. We want everyone to have, you know. We want everybody to be safe. We want people to be free. Uh, you know, it's it's just. We just love people. We just love God's people. We love God's country. We love God's land. And, uh, you know, that's something we don't sway from. 
So to me, despite what anybody wants to tell you, to me, conservatism starts with the belief in God, the belief in Jesus Christ. Okay, now you can practice whatever religion you want. You can believe whatever religion you want. You can worship who you want. You know, that's totally up to you. If it was cool with Christ, it's cool with me. But that don't make it right. And I don't believe it's right. So you know it is what it is, man. I won't I won't sit here and try to beat you in the head with Christ. You know that like I said before, there's a lot of conservatives who don't believe in Christ. You know, that there's there's a lot of conservatives who, you know, define themselves as is non religious or or non spiritual, whatever you want to call it. Hey, that's cool, you know. I, Whatever works for you is fine, but I'm just saying what conservatism means to me and and how effective it is when you believe in God, when you believe in Christ, you know, when you love people, when you accept people for their everything, you know, the goods and the bads about people. You know, it, to me, if if you if you want to be a conservative and and if you want to serve people, and if you want to love people, you want to do right by people, and if you believe in freedom and equality, seriously, I mean seriously, if if you're the type of person who really believes the theory, who really loves this country, who really loves all people, you know, no matter what values they have, but still love those people, and you feel that it's your duty, you know, to shine your positive light on those people and your knowledge and information that you have, you know, if you're that type of person you know, no matter what you believe, I'm good with. But as I said before, for me, the belief in Christ and the love of my God is what spearheads my conservatism. And I don't apologize for that. I always call myself a black conservative because to a lot of black people, it's rare. So you know what? Sometimes you got to talk directly at, the pe at people, you know, at a certain group of people. I don't, again, I don't care if you don't like it. It is what it is. You know, people always say, Pudgy, why are you always throwing race in it? Because race is a sore wound in this country. And if I can talk about my forefathers, I should be able to discern and understand why people would want to talk about a period in this country such as slavery. Because these folks need to heal, apparently. Apparently they ain't healed yet. I'm healed. I'm good. Don't bother me one bit. You can drop an N-bomb on me, call me nigga, call me this, that, and the other. Don't bother me. It is what it is. Because I know who I am and I know what I am. And that's why it's always so powerful to know who you are. That way nobody can define you. And that's also why I always tell you guys, define your own conservatism. Don't let these fools on the left, and yes, I did say fool. You know, don't let these fools try to convince the world and paint a picture of who you are. You paint your own picture, man. Don't don't sit there and let these people attack you and attack you, attack you with, with all this rhetoric and all this bull crap that they're always talking about and how you're racist and don't like this person and how you don't like that. Look, that's fine. You you paint that picture all you like. You know, you guys, they, they got their paintbrush and they got their own canvas and they preach to their own choir. And that's cool. You do your thing. But at the end of the day, we know what we believe. We know who we are, and we paint on our own canvas with our own paintbrush, and we define ourselves. So that's just what it is. 
And again, we don't apologize for that. So, uh, you know, through the month of August and, and July and, you know, all, all through last year and, and all through this year, okay, all through 2012, 2013, we've been talking about uh, the Affordable Care Act, if that's what you want to call it. The president likes to call it Obamacare because this is his legacy bill, in case you didn't know. You know, th- this is the bill that he gets to put his name on and he gets to be remembered. You know, not as the first black president. That's not enough. Whether he's black or white, you know, we can debate that all day. You guys know how I feel, okay? I always thought, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just crazy, but I, I always thought if you had an African dad and a, a white mom, you would be the true definition of an African American or or a biracial uh, individual. But, you know, call what you'd like. You know, if he wants to call himself black, that's cool. I can call myself Indian, I suppose, or or I apologize. I could call myself Native American. Let let me be let me be uh, a little bit respectful, politically correct today, right? You guys know I'm not too good at that. But anyway, we've been talking about Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, and uh, man, I don't even know where to begin with this like it, it's it's people think you're crazy when you get to talking about this like and and I do love people you know I, I want all people to have uh, 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 preferential treatment you know I, I want all people to be okay I want people to be blessed I want people to be well I want folks to be healthy you know I want people to have I want people to live in an abundance of, of wealth and all these other things, you know, I, I want people to have a lot of things, okay? And that includes health care. And, uh, you know, w- with this Affordable Care Act, I, I know that I've said this in the past, and I, and I know I've shared this with you all, you know, many times before, but um, there's a lot of questions about this bill that that are left unanswered. And and I know you you've heard me say it before, but I frankly I knew that this country needed uh, some attention to detail about health care in this nation. You know, I I knew there were some issues. I, I know that there are some issues. I'm not naive. I'm not stupid. I get it. I understand. I also understand how people believe that in a country such as America where people can migrate from all over this world and if they go about their citizenship the proper way, they can get a piece of the American dream. You know, they can get a piece of uh what we were born into, what we were what we were blessed to be born into. Okay, let's 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 be serious here. Let's let's be let's make sure everybody understands what's going on because there's a lot of people who talk about uh, you know, American and living in this country and how it's not this and how it's not that and, you know, how they'd rather live in this land and how, they, how they're how they going to leave. And, you know, I'm not, listen, I, I, I believe we may have to leave this country too one day. You know, if we're not able to take it back from this, from this machine, you know, maybe we are going to have to leave this country. But where are we going to go? I have no clue. But one thing I do know, one thing I do understand 
is that this is the greatest nation that this world has ever seen. Ever. It's not a mistake that people travel from near and far and die to get here, to live here, you know, to dwell here. And, and you know, if you go about it the proper way, I can understand why people leave their countries that are piss poor many times to come to want to come live in America and have a piece of this American dream. And if you do it properly and you go about it the right way, because there is a process, you know, to all you liberals out there, to all you cuckoos out there, you know, who who don't want to believe this and who don't want to accept this and think that, you know, we should allow anybody who sneaks into this land to live free and live like we do, you know, without going by the laws, you know, to all you people who believe that there is a process and and it's actually not a bad process that millions of people have or, or hundreds of thousands at least have been through, you know, that that have exercised and, and, and or acted accordingly in, in ways to go through this process to be American citizens or or naturalized uh in the proper term, but you know, it, it works folks. And and I can get it. I can understand why people think in this country that, you know, there's a degree of medical attention that we should be grandfathered in, you know, that we should get. We should be able to receive medical attention. You know, as a man of God, I, there's, there's no way I can't believe that. But aren't we already getting that? I mean, call me crazy, and, 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 and I understand now, I understand clearly that if you go to the hospital, if you go to the doctor, you're not going to get the same treatment as a paying individual. It doesn't happen in the restaurant. It doesn't happen in school, university levels, elementary. It, no, Nowhere. It's nowhere that it happens. You know, there's nowhere that you can go. That's a, a a place for profit where you can go and get the same treatment with or without money. So the whole premise of uh, the medical field being the one uh, uh, platform or the one business that should operate differently you know, the whole premise of that is a little bit extreme. It's more than moderate. You know, it's more than aggressive. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. And, and I, I can't wait to uh, bring some individuals on to talk about that even more. Because, you know, frankly, I want to talk about solutions. I mean, at in the end... I do believe that I do believe something needs to be done with healthcare. I, I I definitely believe that, but I don't believe the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, was it. Frankly, I don't believe that because of some of the provisions and some of the language, and the way history dictates where we've come or or, or what what's happened to American citizens through the healthcare sector. Okay, through the hand, at the hands of the government. Through the hands of the government. I'll say it like that. So anyway, listen, 
We're going to go to a commercial. We're going to come right back with Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. She's going to do her thing, and then we're going to get right into business. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show, baby, 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. We'll try to get you guys on the air as soon as possible. If you're listening by phone, always make sure you check us out online on the Blog Talk Network. You can check us out live. That's www.blogtalkradio.com backslash KRP Radio Show. You can also check us out on iTunes, uh, keyword K-I-R-P-1, Radio 2, Show 3. And uh, you'll be able to check us out live and check out some of the archive shows. And also check us out on KIRPRadioShow.com, www.KIRPRadioShow.com. We're on Twitter, at symbol KRP Radio Show. We're on Facebook. You can also check us out live on Facebook. It's Facebook.com, backslash KRP Radio Show. Listen, folks, we'll be right back after this message with Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. She's going to definitely come on, and she's going to do her thing the way she always does it. And, you know, if you guys don't know who Charlotte is, Charlotte is an amazing individual who uh, she she always delivers. You know, she always shines some light on how we can save a couple dollars, how we can live a little bit more frugal. You know, anybody should be able to appreciate that, right? I hope so. We'll be right back after these messages, folks. Welcome with the KRP Radio Show, baby. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, folks. We're going to take this minute right now to bring on Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Charlotte, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? 
I'm doing excellent as usual. Sound a little bit low today. Still on vacation? Am I? Yeah. (laughs) No, we've been shopping, (laughs) back to school shopping today, so I'm a little worn out. (laughs) Ooh, back to school shopping. Yeah, I kind of put put it off to the last minute. Really? I know that's not not typically me, but yeah, with vacation and stuff, I just kind of have procrastinated. That that's not typically you either, Charlotte. I don't I don't get no. it. Like you, you're the lady that keeps me moving. Like they, they, that always Plan ahead. tells me. <laughs> yeah, you're always planning ahead. Like I don't. I don't understand how you. Well, this was like clothes shopping, so it wasn't. I've got most of the school supplies already done, so this was this was more clothes. So ah, okay. I, I wasn't. That's, that's not true. Like, no. I'm sorry. I said no. Yeah, not too far behind. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't expect you to be like all out there having to get everything because I know you always you're always prepared early, so you know. I yeah, and I have stuff it. from last year. Like I kind of keep in my stockpile, so I wouldn't <laughs> be out in the dark if I didn't go at all. <laughs> <laughs> Stockpiles, man. You are known for stockpiles. Yes, I have a huge stockpile. Although it's, I've kind of, I've been good this summer. I've been trying to purge, you know, and get through it, and so I can kind of start over in the fall. So right. it's not as big as it it, it was probably, so, but probably bigger than most. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I, I guess you gotta deplete that stockpile a little bit. Like you gotta. You got to get in there and rotate that inventory, right? Because, you know, things get old, right? Yeah. I mean, um, what I do, what I found the easiest is to write the dates on the items. Like, I I keep a Sharpie in the closet where I keep everything, and I write the dates <laughs> that it expires so I can easily see it. Like, just when mm-hmm. I take the stuff out of, you know, the shopping bags, I'll write the date immediately so it's not like I'm having to do a lot at one time and then I'll rotate as I'm putting in so I keep the oldest always pulled forward so it's not like I have to go down there and spend hours and hours cleaning it out but um, I do try to eat through it if I see things are starting to expire I'll kind of move those things up into our pantry upstairs like in the cabinet and so I'm, I'm constantly kind of keeping it cleaned out but we did have a lot, so I'm going through and we're doing a big food drive at my work for fed feed families for um, federal employees feed veterans and homeless veterans families and stuff. <laughs> so, anyways, I, you know, I'm cleaning it out and getting it getting it cleaned out, so I can kind of start over the stockpile thing this fall. So, yeah, you do have to kind of go through seasons with it once you get a big one. <laughs> Well, couponing is, is is not for the weak at heart. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be willing to put some work into that, right? You do. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, I had somebody ask me at church a few weeks ago about getting started. Somebody had told them about it, and um, you know, they're like, well, every time I try, it seems like a lot. And and I'm always the first to admit it is difficult to get started. Um, it's not just clipping a coupon here and there and going to the store. Of course, you can do that, but if you really want to maximize your savings, you've got to, um, you know, really get into it. You've got to 
clip all of these coupons, save them all for when you find a good deal, um, learn prices, learn your stores. I mean, there's a process. So it really does take a good two months. And I always tell people that up front. Um, So it's kind of – I always – attributed I kind of compare it to like a diet <laughs> if you're not on board mentally you're probably not going to stick oh, to no. it so this is kind of the same thing so <laughs> that's my, my analogy diet. I'll never do it diet's like a week for me and then I'm like okay <laughs> so yeah man, oh, man. that's kind of my comparison but yeah <laughs> well let me ask you, because, you know, we got people on the line. A lot of people are going back to school. And uh, I don't know if you had anything planned specifically, but I definitely wanted, wanted to ask you about uh, back-to-school items because, you know, we got the back-to-school event coming up uh, next next mm-hmm. Sunday. And uh, we'll yes. be live 1010 Duke Street, Greensboro, North Carolina. Folks, No Co Park, No Cho Park, whatever it's called, <laughs> we'll be out there. And, uh, you know, look for the, the dunking booth. Hope, hope to have the dunking booth out there. And uh, I'm going to wear an Obama mask and I'm going to have health care on my chest. And, uh, you know, you guys can throw some balls at me. But anyway, anyway, if it doesn't rain, you know, try to pull it off. But uh, we got the back-to-school event coming up. And, uh, you know, last year we, we were able to, with the help of you and Speedco and, and a host of other, other folks, uh, we, were, we were able to provide over uh, – and shout-out to VF Wrangler, too, by the way. You got C4GC, mm-hmm. you guys are awesome. But we were able to provide over uh, items for over five to 600 children, you know, and, or families. Wow. And, and that was great. I mean, the feeling from that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no trouble. Everybody were everybody was out there participating, laughing, dancing, playing kickball. You know, we had a great time. This year we're going to try to have a few speakers out, and uh, it's going to be a little bit more structured than it has been in the past uh, in light of time and, and getting those speakers out. But I just wanted to ask you about school supplies, you know, since we're mm-hmm. right here at the verge of going back to school, you know, what can you offer for folks out there uh, in the area of, of school supplies? Um, well, obviously, this is a great time to be buying back to school supplies. Um, and let me just say, even if you've already bought school supplies for your own children, there's still a need out there. So there's a ton of kids in your own community that need school supplies, just, just like what you said. So don't just think because you're already done that there's not other deals and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, I have been, because I've got to finish getting a few school supplies, I've been kind of looking and comparing stores. So, um, you know, I don't, I'll try I'm gonna have to name drop just so that you guys know where to probably go to get the best deals. But um the two stores that I have seen are probably the best store that I've seen. Um if you're looking to get just to go in and buy and not really have to hassle with a lot of coupon type stuff, um, my first pick would be Walgreens because um, they have in-store ad coupons that are, like, in the flyer. You can just pick the flyer up as you walk in the door. And you'll look through about midway through, and there's coupons, and you don't even have to tear them out. You just show them to to the cashier what you bought. They scan the ad, Mm -hmm. and you just put the ad back on your way out. So there's no clipping, no cutting, and the stuff is cheap. I mean, 49 cents. I mean, everything's, like, under a dollar that are on these coupons. So, I um 
I did that a few weeks ago. I'm going to be going again this week there. It's just a really simple, easy process. So for those of you that are not really into the whole couponing thing, you can still buy and, and get a lot of things for really cheap. So um, that would be my first choice. If For the, right. the people out there that are, are more into <laughs> saving, um, you're into a little effort <laughs> to get the best deals, I would say Staples will be the next. They have their easy rebate stuff, and you can get a ton. I mean, I did a little highlight on a blog for the few deals that are going to be 50 cents and under um, at Staples this week. So you can go to stretchingyourbudget.com and scroll towards the bottom, and you'll see under recent posts um, about savings at, at Staples. So you can um, get a ton of stuff, though, with the easy rebate. So all you do is buy the items that it specifies in the ad that those easy rebate um, included. And typically, um, you know, like let's say, I don't know what the deals are this week off the top of my head, but like last week they had a ring of paper for fifteen ninety nine, and then you got an easy rebate for fifteen ninety nine back. So it made it free. So you have to pay for the stuff up front, and then you submit your rebates at the end, um, and they'll, they'll send you the money. So it's, you know, however much effort you want to do, those will be the two cho- choices that I would say as far as the best deals. So, um Definitely some some really good savings still left to get. So just because, I mean, I know a lot of schools in our area um, are starting back this coming week and then the following week. So even though they're starting, it doesn't mean there's still not deals out there. So um, those would be my first two choices as far as if you're wanting to run out this week. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Does that help you, son? That was <laughs> that, that helped a lot. I got off the I'll top of my head. Sorry. That's the best I could do. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good though. I mean, I I couldn't have done that good. That means this this is your business. This is why you are yeah. the expert here, and it's well appreciated. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you can if you you know if you don't get the Sunday paper, a few of these ads, all of the weekly ads for every store are available online on our website. So. Um, if you just want to flip through those really quick before you go and compare, that's what I typically do. I'll just do a quick scan through the ads um, and see which ones seem to have the most. Because I know a lot of people don't want to go to a thousand different stores. So I just try to pick the one that has the mm-hmm. most deals at one store. Um, and that's the best advice I can give to others if you're wanting to just get a few things. So um, another thing talking about Walgreens for you guys that are wanting to help support kids in the community. They have backpacks this week for three ninety nine. You can't beat it. I've already picked up mine to bring to the back to school event. Um so three ninety nine for a backpack for kids and they're not bad. I mean you they're kind of trendy looking too so um definitely some cheap cheap deals out there for back to school supplies. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this event, man, I cannot wait. It's going to be a beautiful thing. So, all you patriots out there, man, we're looking for you guys. You know, fifty cents. You know, I'm, I'm bumming right now, and I got a hard time asking. I always have a hard time asking. I'll, I'll never be, you know, the big time fundraiser, and, and which is probably why I'll never win any kind of candidacy because I, I don't like asking people for anything. I always try to find a way myself. Yeah. So, you know, trying to get contributions would be rough for me. <laughs> but you know. Most good people. But I mean, I think about you know if everybody if 
if twenty people in the community bought a three ninety nine book bag, you know, that's only yeah. four dollars out of your pocket. You can buy skip a Burger King meal or something and you provided a book bag for a child in need. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It just is so simple to give. I just it's just, you know. I would encourage everyone well, we out there to just think about it. We have exactly one week to make this happen, folks. And can we get a flyer put up on the on the we're gonna it's gonna be a actually it's in the events on a on the Facebook. That's Facebook.com backslash KRP radio show. Find us on Facebook. If you guys can't listen to the show, you know, log on to Facebook. You should be able to listen to the show. Just press play. You'll see a big old picture on there with uh KRP yada 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 on there. And uh, you know, press that and- picture. But uh we're looking for donations, man. We need paper, we need pencils, we need whatever a kid takes to school. I don't care if it's one box of crayons. Somebody can use that box of crayons out there. And, you know, it feels good to give, man, especially a little bit. I mean, that that's mm-hmm. 50 cents laying around the house, you know. Somebody's got 50 yeah, cents. Yeah, I mean, we were going through our kids. Um, they had vacation Bible school at their school nice. this past daycare this past week. And they there was a family that they were kind of, like, sponsoring that was in need. And it was really neat because both of my kids went through their piggy banks and wanted to give every single uh, amount of money they had to this family, and it was it was really cool. And it's a, if you have kids, this is a great way to um, show them the importance of giving back to you know kids just their age that that don't have or are less as fortunate as them. So um, there's lessons to be had with giving back too. It's not all about just the feel-good feeling, you know, that people kind of need throughout the year, I guess, to kind of make themselves feel okay, you know, if it's like your one-time thing. Um, But it's just, it's not only about the good deed, there's a lesson too. So if you have kids and you want to do this, involve them with it. Kids are like sponges, and it's just really neat to see them you know, at such a young age. I mean, my kids are four and six, and it, so it's really cool to see them have that heart of giving. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, it just it's a lot of joy. But um, so we've involved our kids too, and it, and they come to the back to school event every year, uh, at least the last two. So, you know, we want them to see what what they're buying and what they're, um, you know what it is going to, you know, we want them to see that kind of thing. So it's not just the giving, we want to see them to see the the other end too, you know, be able to talk with kids or interact with them or, you know, whatever it is. So I'm rambling. But. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so folks, definitely bring your kids out there. And again, we're going to be in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, 1010 Duke Street, Nocho Park, and, uh, you know, It'll be off to the left, baseball diamond. You'll see a, a multitude of kids out there, a couple tents out there. And, uh, you know, we'll be out there. I hope I hope to see a lot of folks out there. I hope to see a lot of Patriots out there, man, because, you know, we're the real givers. Like, th- this is the thing. And, and, Charlotte, you know, we've been talking about the Affordable Care Act and, and uh, some people call it mm-hmm. Obamacare. We, we've been talking about this, you know, for, you know, it goes way back. I don't even know how long we've been talking about it, but definitely consistently every uh, week for the last for the past two months plus, and uh, mm-hmm. you know here's the thing with with most of us, you know, and and I'm gonna go to a commercial after this, but and then I'm gonna bring on some more callers because we got we got a whole multitude of callers tonight, but uh, you know okay. most of us don't mind giving when we can see 
where it's going, right? When we can mm-hmm. see directly right. that there's no funny business going going, you know, in this, that when we can see people actually benefiting from what we're giving, you know, from when right. we can see exactly what's in the details. When you when you gotta figure out stuff and there's there's a whole lot of, of legal limbo and a whole lot of different language that you'd have to get a a a, a, a lawyer or a doctor to actually read or, or the two combined to actually read it and understand it, that's when things start to raise some questions, you know. Mm-hmm. That's when you gotta wonder like what's really going on here. You know, we 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 right. long needed uh, support with healthcare in the United States, right? In in uh, in some sort of way, uh, being competitive. You know, we should be allowed to buy healthcare in any state that we want to in 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 this great forty eight or even fifty. You know, but we're not allowed to do that. You know, we should be able to buy healthcare anywhere that we want. We should uh we should mm-hmm. not be denied if we've been paying consistently with pre-existing conditions. You know, if you've been paying all your life. There's no way you should be denied because all of a sudden you get sick, you know, unless you are mm-hmm. hiding something or you're trying to commit fraud. And then I understand. And then you should understand that, you know, you defrauded yourself and you got caught, so they're not going to take care of you. They're not going to carry you. But that's not the case with insurance in this nation. And that's not the case with the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare or whatever you want to call it in this country. We're facing something totally different. There's a lot of legal limbo. Most of our... Uh, uh, most of our senators haven't, still to this day, hasn't read the bill, and, and people are commenting all over the world. Most of the citizens haven't even read the bill. You know, they're looking at mm-hmm. their favorite, and this goes to, you know, conservatives or liberals or whatever you want to call yourself or just common everyday people. You know, they'll read an article here and there. They won't, they won't take the time to read the actual legislation for themselves for what they can make of it. You know, people won't take the time to do that for the benefit of themselves. You know, they'll just take the closest uh, article that aligns with their political affiliation, and then they go in and start talking about it in common. And, and majority of the times, people don't really know what they're talking about. So, you know, that's what we're going to go mm-hmm. into here in the, in the next hour, and we're going to get some callers on the air. So, Charlotte, I, I guess where all that came from is that, you know, we don't mind giving. Like, you know, we love give, giving, and, and, and we're, ch- we're children of God, and we don't apologize for it, and I don't care who don't like it. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, hang up. Close off, click the button, end the conversation, whatever you need to do. Because I don't apologize for believing in Jesus Christ. Never have, never will. Kill me because of it. I have a place in heaven where I'm resting. But at the end of the day, we don't mind giving and helping people. You know, we don't mind people help. We don't mind helping people help themselves. You know, that that's where people get Mm -hmm. conservatism twisted. You know, we don't mind helping people up or helping people to the point where they can get on their own feet and help themselves. We don't mind that. Yes. But what we don't like is a free ride. Absolutely. Who, listen, I can't get a free ride. You shouldn't be able to get a free no, ride. Today. I have That's to work is. every single okay. day. Yeah, you know. So, listen, man. We're going to go to like Charlotte, you got any shout out? Huh? I said I don't like moochers. <laughs> shout out to the moochers. We can give a shout out to the moochers. That's what you should be giving a shout there out. There you go. <laughs> go get a job. We're going to give a B.I.G. shout out to the moochers. <laughs> So, Charlotte, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you rocking with us, man, as usual. Really? Enjoy your vacation. And I'm I don't back. know if it was you that I'm told good. me or, or or I'm not sure who told me, but I just shared this with some friends of mine who uh who were looking at who were looking at homeschooling uh next year because we're definitely doing it. Shout out to my wife, man, for taking on that big challenge and I'm her assistant teacher. Or or am I the principal? I can't forget what she what I am. I might be the secretary, but whatever. 
Um, you know, shout out to all the homeschool parents out there. Shout out to everybody who's trying to make a way and pave a way for themselves. And Charlotte, B.I.G., shout out to you, man. And I really appreciate what you do. And hopefully we'll see you next Sunday if it's the Lord's will. Yes, I should be there. All right. Have a good night, Charlotte. See you next week. All right. You too. Bye. Goodbye. 619-638-8559 is the number, folks. We'll be right back after one commercial. We're going to come back. We're going to take some calls. We're going to talk a little bit more about Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, a couple of other things, man. We'll be right back. Rock a little K-I-R-P radio show, the number one black conservative radio show, talk radio in the United States. Yes, I said black conservatives. <laughs> you might not like it, but I don't care. And I still love it. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. <laughs> it's the same way he did when he was in high school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. This is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. (laughs) You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D. Rose. only the beginning. I'm all in. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web... The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show. Got to give you guys this weather real quick, man. Monday, 83 degrees, thunderstorms all day with low of 68. Tuesday, it should be 83 degrees, also thunderstorms with another low of 68, identical to Monday. Now, Wednesday, it's going to get a little bit better, a little bit brighter, 89 degrees. Thunderstorms are going away, but it will be a little bit cloudy, 68 degrees on the low again on Wednesday, three days straight, 68 degrees. And actually, Thursday and Friday, 68 degrees for the low, 90 and 91 degrees for the high. Identical, a little bit cloudy, mostly sunny for the entire day. And Saturday, partly cloudy all day long, 30% chance of precipitation, 68 degree low all through the week, folks. And uh, 68 degrees, this ain't bad to me. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Talking about Obamacare, 619-638-8559. Hit us up, krpradioshow.com. Also, if you're missing out, if you guys have Twitter, if you guys have Facebook, you can look us up, you can search us, whatever you need to do. At simple KRP Radio Show, at simple NC Pudgy is me. Uh, ain't no telling what I might say. We're also on Instagram. Shout out to all my Instagram people out there, man. I love being a black father, the loving father society. We're out there, we're doing things, getting my... Uh, Getting my groove on, man. I got a lot of kids that I'm going to be helping out here. It's football season, coaching again, mentor program is back up, and, and I love this part of the year. I don't get to do much outside of my mentor program this time of the year and uh, outside of coaching, but it, this is one of the best times of the year for me because if we can inspire the youth, man, if we can help the youth just a little bit, I mean, you got you got to look at it like this, folks. I'll be with these kids every day for the most part or, or at least every other day for the next two to three months, right? So I got nothing but time and nothing but a lot of love to give them and a lot of positive impact, a lot of positive growth, you know? So, you know, that's what we're going to try to do, man. We're going to work them hard. We're going to build them up, and we're going to help these kids go along about their life, and we're going to do it the right way. So shout out to the Green Level uh, Trojans. You guys come out and check us out sometimes. Anyway, talking about the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, call it what you want, call it what you like. A lot of questions, a lot of concerns going out there. My thing is, right, here's my thing. And this is the question that I ask because, you know, if you look at the past of of businesses that the federal government, we're talking about our United States government, if we look at the things of the past that they've maintained or the things that they've run or, or the organizations or the groups that they hold and the decisions that they make, you know, they have not been – the most responsible group uh, uh, through any years of the past. Uh, you, you got the Postal Service, you got Social Services. Frankly, the federal government does not do a good job at running any business. Okay, so why would we give them something as important as healthcare? You know, why couldn't they help us improve the problems that we have with healthcare instead of revamping it and making it uh, uh, a mandatory thing? Welcome to the show, Michelle Nix. How you doing, baby? Hey, Pudgy, doing wonderful. Thanks for having us on tonight. Absolutely. Glad to have you on. Always glad to have you on because, you know, you're number one. You're B.I.G. in my book. You always do something that deserves <laughs> that B.I.G. pen. And, and as a matter of fact, we got a gift coming to you. Uh, it would be through your email, so make sure you be looking out for that for uh, answering one of the one of the. Uh, I forget how they phrased it, but one of the questions on the KRP Facebook page. So shout out to you for that. That was the idea. Thank you. Appreciate that. I look forward to receiving that. Yeah, that should be there real soon, I believe. It's like, like 10 business days or something crazy like that. But anyway, 
Michelle Nix, let me ask you this. There's a lot going on with the Obamacare across this nation. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are saying, let's defund, defund, defund. There's a lot of town halls going along. Where do you want to start with this? We got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's talk about defunding. You want to start there first, and then mm-hmm. we can go into the town halls. Absolutely. Let's go. Okay. So defunding. why should we defund Obamacare? Well, all revenues raised um, begin to begin in the House. So if the House does not fund Obamacare, it will not be right. instituted. They don't have the money to go ahead and institute the program. So if wow. they go ahead and they take, they don't put any money in for funding through the continuing resolution right. um, when, they, when they go back in session in September, if they do not put money in to fund Obamacare, but they fund the rest right. of the necessary programs, to you know, not shut the government down. If we pass right. the budget, the House passes the budget, then it goes over to the Senate. So now the Senate has a mm-hmm. choice. They can either go ahead and vote to continue the resolution without Obamacare funding, or right. they can vote to not continue the resolution, and then they'll be responsible for shutting down the government. Now, if they do pass the continuing resolution and it goes to the president, he has a choice. If he decides to <laughs> go ahead and sign it, then it's fund the continuing resolution is funded with no Obamacare. But if he decides to not sign it and pass the resolution, then now the president's responsible for shutting down the government. So the House of Representatives, all funding originates in the House. So if the House doesn't fund yeah. Obamacare, but they fund the rest of the resolution... We're good. Mm-hmm. What, what's the climate looking like right now? Because, you know, a lot Come of on. people had faith in the House at one point, but right now the, the faith is is uh, diminishing a little. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I think we've got a shot in the arm that just happened recently, though. Um, if you've been paying attention, the uh, Republican National Convention just happened out in Boston this past week. Our own North Carolina uh, Republican chairman, Mr. Claude Pope, presented a resolution that was written by Nicole Revels. Now, this, this resolution is to defund Obamacare. And guess what? It was passed unanimously at the Republican National Convention in Boston. Yeah, shout so out to now, a big shout-out to Claude Pope and another one to Nicole Revels for writing the resolution. Fantastic Definitely. wording on that. Um, but, yeah, Definitely. so now the Republican National Committee is directing all elected Republicans. This, we want it defunded. If you do not defund it, you are going, ac- you are going against your own platform. How can our how can our elected Republican representatives represent the, the constituents of North Carolina if our own North Carolina Republican Party chairman has given them a directive to defund <laughs> Obamacare? Right. They're going against let me, the let me, platform. Let me, let me dig a little bit deeper in, in this too, and uh, let's let's bring on another caller with you. Let's bring on. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, Patty Curran, I hope that's the proper uh, wording of your last name. Patty Curran, is that right? Um, Curran, that's that's close enough. Curran, I should know. Curry chicken, I should know that. I like to use curry when I cook on on my grill food that I didn't do today. There you go. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Patty Curran. (laughs) 
How you doing, Fatty? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing wonderful, and, and, and welcome to the show. Glad you're here. Uh, I got you, and I'm not sure if you know her, Michelle Nick's on the, on the air right now, and uh, both of you guys via phone. And uh, I, I just wanted to ask both of you ladies, because we I, I want to dig a little bit in depth, because there's a lot of conversations going on about Obamacare, healthcare in this nation, uh, disenfranchisement. People are throwing all sorts of names in this conversation, all sorts of words in this conversation. And, and I was just in a little bit of a debate today in Durham uh, about Obamacare. And uh, I'm I'm not for this particular bill, right? I am for the health, the better health of all American citizens in America. Let me be Amen. precise about that part. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, I, I won't get into that part yet. But let, let, let me just ask you, ladies, this real, real simple and real direct. What about the people who are supporting Obamacare? You know, where do they have a dog in this fight? And, and why shouldn't we support Obamacare in your words? Let's start with you, Patty. Well, my opinion is that every family is going to end up like my family at some point. Um, currently, we have $19,940.33 in out-of-pocket medical this year. I have two chronically ill kids. If you're healthy, mm-hmm. Obamacare may not even enter, you know, come onto your radar screen. But if you have sick kids right. like I do, or you get right. sick, you're definitely going to notice it. I can go through a, a list of ways that Obamacare has harmed my family and will harm all American families at some point. Hmm. Michelle, what do you think? Would you like me to wow. continue? you? Or, or okay, go ahead. Well, there's 52 reasons yeah. why we are uh, why I'm against Obamacare. Uh, we were told that we'd be able to go ahead and, and keep your doctors, but with the right. Department of Health and Human Services has recently come out and said, depending upon the plan that you choose, you may not be able Absolutely. to keep your doctor. Um, yeah, and, and that's and a it's, fact, too, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you know, and you've also got higher premiums. You know, we, it, it, they're saying that it would save the average family about $2,500 on their premiums. But a Wall Street Journal study has revealed that premiums for healthy people could actually double or even triple. We've got higher taxes, found that 20 new or increased taxes in Obamacare. It increases the budget deficit. We've even got hiring freezes on now. You've got businesses are taking people from full-time positions and knocking them down to part-time so they don't have to offer them health insurance benefits. So it's killing jobs. It's killing existing jobs. There's more that, you know, and, and, and speaking of um, uh, something that's going on now, Congress has actually just went ahead and didn't they um, give themselves an exemption or a pass on Obamacare? Exemption. You know, yeah. I mean, if it's, not, if it's not good enough for Congress, why is it good enough for everyday Americans? That, that's, that's number one on my list right there. I'm, I'm, you know, they're talking about this thing like it's the best thing since sliced apple pie. Yeah, and, and you know, look if it's it. that good, you know, if it's that beneficial, why won't they take it? You know, yeah. why are they rejecting it? You know, why why do they reject it? I, I don't I don't understand. If it's the best thing for the American people, you know, why do they reject it? And and that right that alone should send off, you know, warning signals to everybody in this nation who's going to be affected by this thing, which is everybody. You know, everybody's going to be affected by this. 
And and it, just like you said, number one, we can't afford it. And and it, it, this is one thing that kills me about the general public. You know, when you get to talking about debt or when you get to talking about what people deserve, or you get to talking about, you know, what people should have or, or what people, what we should be given. Everything with a dollar sign has a debt to it, assigned to mm-hmm. it, or, or an amount assigned to it. Someone has to pay for it, whether you like it or not. P- people have this, this, this phantom belief that, you know, everything, things we should be given is just going to fall out of the sky. No one has to pay for it or, or that the federal government has this big pot. You know, where where it just magically appears under the rainbow somewhere and everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be paid for. But frankly, just like unemployment, and, and shout out to Pat McCrory, man. He get on my nerves sometimes, too. And, and you know, I know Pat and, and, and all those people up there in the governor's office, but shout out to him for making the hard decision. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't like it. A lot, a lot of people don't like what happened with unemployment. And I know, this is a whole, I know this is a whole different topic, but what I'm saying is that, Finally, we have people who aren't really afraid to do what's necessary to take care of those of us that do work, those of us that do work two and three jobs, those of us that do pay taxes and et cetera. So, you know, sometimes the hard decisions have to be made. Now, uh-huh. in terms of Obamacare, we can't afford it, ladies and gentlemen. We we, we simply, simply can't afford it. But what concerns me more, and, and even though the debt portion is such a huge portion of it, is is what uh, Patty was just talking about. Yeah, you know, high risk look pools. Look at the people yeah. who are already sick. I'm sorry. Uh, high high risk pools. I mean, look at Patty's family. You know, Patty's got two chronically ill children. Where we have um, health insurance through my husband's employer, and you mm-hmm. know, he's Obama said that we were going to have a two thousand five hundred dollar uh, decrease in premiums. Our premiums have increased one thousand five hundred twenty eight dollars since 2010. And they stayed the same in 2009 and 2010. Our out-of-pocket max from 2005 to 2010 only increased $500. Since 2010, our out-of-pocket max has increased $3,000. Our deductible from 2005 to 2010 only increased $50. And since 2010, our deductible has increased $1,200. So, these things hurt families. And, again, there are people who don't have sick kids or sick loved ones. They may not even notice that their plans have changed. Because I talk to Americans mm-hmm. all the time. It's just like the flex spending and the decreased ability to itemize. If you don't have mm-hmm. sick people in your household, you probably don't even know about itemizing deductions. So it's, right. it's not even on your radar. Prior to Obamacare passing, you're, if you are a family making $100,000, the first $7,500 of medical couldn't be deducted. That same family right. as of this year cannot deduct the first $10,000 because Obamacare, yeah. you know, increased it from 7.5% of your AGI to 10%. And that's what I'm saying. Most Americans are sleeping. They don't know. They're unaware. And by the time they wake up to the nightmare, it's going to be too late they're going to be trying to give Granny the blue pill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grant, granny, that, that's a point I made in Durham today uh, about the debate we had, and, and, and I asked this question to all the people that were supporting it, and, and you know, they put it off, they pawned it off in, in saying that, you know, I shouldn't be worried about uh, Obamacare, I should be mad at uh, prescription drug companies, but, you know, I, I just asked this one simple question, you know, who's going to take care of my 70-plus-year-old grandparent that has, excuse me, that needs 
cancer treatment and that has cancer and have to take medication for this, you know, if their body rejects the medication that is approved, because let's, let's face it, the federal government has a history of approving and disapproving things that they don't agree with or companies that they, that they don't back. Let's, let's just call it what it is, you know. But uh, if my grandparent rejects that medication, would he or she have the choice of, of, of the medication of their choice, you know? Would they have the choice no. of receiving chemo or not? You know, no, no, they're not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Ask it, Barbara Wagner. So, huh? Do you know Barbara Wagner from Oregon? Yeah, no. She passed away. Oregon Care denied her chemotherapy after she relapsed with cancer. She appealed twice and lost. They, Oregon Care told her, we will pay for your assisted suicide but we will not pay for your chemotherapy, and that is what Obamacare will do. She died while she was I'm waiting just... for, for services. Well, didn't she, Patty? Well, right. This, she appealed a second time and was denied and was mm-hmm. still waiting and, and to reappeal, but she was denied twice the chemotherapy that, that would you know potentially enhance her life, uh, perhaps put the cancer back into remission. And, and and that's a it's a sad tale that that Americans don't know about the uh, complete live system in Obamacare. Ezekiel Manuel wrote a paper, and it was titled "The Allocation of Scarce Medical Resources," and in it he goes through the complete live system, and it's it's basically saying if you're over a certain age, 65 and over, you don't get the same care. If you're three months and younger, and you have some life altering illness, you don't get the care. The workers, I mean, it's communist. Mm-hmm. You know, the, those mm-hmm. who can contribute to society will get the care. And these people wrote Obamacare. 619-638-8559, talking about the Affordable Care Act, talking about Obamacare on the KRP Radio Show. Uh, send your questions, man, krpradio at gmail.com. We're going to skip this commercial. It's getting a little bit serious here. It's actually been serious, and folks, it's so serious that there are town halls going on all across this nation about defunding Obamacare. I mean, all over. Uh, you know, a, a host of people are, are are having them. You know, Mark Meadows is out there. Shout out to Mark Meadows who's, who's doing his thing out there. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other people out there who are having these town halls. Um, are you guys involved in any of these town halls, and, and what could people get from these town halls if they attended them? Yeah, both of us are involved with hosting town halls. Um, there's a few that are going on across the state. We've got one uh, August 19th, Monday, for Districts 5 and 12. That's Congressional Districts 5 and 12 in Winston-Salem. Tuesday night, the 20th, um, there's one for District 6 uh, in Greensboro. Friday night, the 23rd, there's one for Districts 1, 3, and 7 in Kinston at the Lenore County Courthouse. And then Tuesday night, the 27th, there's a town hall for District 7 in Wilmington. Um, So we've got four there, and then Mark Meadows has got um, a lot scheduled as well. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he's got some, he's got two scheduled for Monday the 19th, one at 3 p.m. in uh, Robinsonville. He's got another one for uh, 6 p.m. the same night, Monday the 19th, there in Franklin on Panther Drive. And what is that, that the uh, Franklin High School, the Fine Arts Center? Then there's another one, um, August 20th, 6 p.m. Uh, that one's in Clyde. Um, 
let's see, there's uh, another one, the 22nd at 1230. That one's in Murphy. There's another one, August 22nd at 6 p.m. That one's in Cherokee. There's one in Henderson at the Town Hall at 6 p.m. on the 23rd. Um, there's there's a lot of them that are going on. Patty, do you have a list of some of them, too, or do you want me to continue with them? If you want to continue, that's fine. Okay. Then we've got another one on Monday the 26th at 10 a.m. Um, that one is over at, in Marion, McDowell County. That's a meet and greet. Then there's Avery Mitchell County Town Hall. Again, that's Monday the 26th at 6 p.m. That's at in Spruce Pine. Um, Buncombe County Town Hall, August 27th at 6 p.m. That one's in, uh, let's see, in Asheville on Overlook Road at the Roberson High School. Burke County Town Hall, Thursday, August 29th, 6 p.m. Western Piedmont Community College. Um, that one's, in, again, in Morganton. And, you know, that there's... Let's see, Patty's got one for District 5 and 12. That one, again, is Tuesday the 20th at Guilford Tech in Jamestown. That's it. It's at Forsyth Tech. Forsyth Tech. Okay. Forsyth. All right. Forsyth Tech. In Winston-Salem. Right. Okay. Right. And we also have a protest at Richard, Richard Burr's office tomorrow at 4 p.m. in Winston-Salem. Wow. At uh, 2000 West 1st Street. So we'd like for people to come out and join us and ask the senator to defund Obamacare. So you guys are are really holding people, uh, holding these folks' feet to the fire, so to speak. We and, are. We're trying you know, to hold I, them accountable. That, that's something that I have to do for we my have children. To, uh, absolutely, and, and and that's the thing. People don't realize, you know, why folks are active, why why people actually care about this, and it's not. It's not the fact that you know we're going against a, a, a political uh, idea or, or political uh, agenda, if you will. You know, we're talking about, excuse me, we're talking about what's beneficial to the entire country, whether they realize it or not. And and frankly, you know, people just don't believe that this is just not the health care bill that we needed. This is not the help in health care that this country needed. Uh, this is just what we can decipher, folks. There's a lot of things in this bill that we don't even know will happen yet because, you know, folks are still trying to decipher them and still trying to find out what's going on. It's like one big coded message. So, you know, we're really fighting for our lives. And, and to a lot of people out there, if you don't know, we've seen this before. We've seen this kind of these kind of practices before with eugenics in, in the nation. You know, folks didn't believe eugenics even exists. You know, people didn't believe that there were folks being sterilized in this very country uh, by medical physicians. You know, folks don't even believe, they still don't believe that to this day. And uh, I'm looking at having, uh, I forget her name right now, from Alpha 21. Sorry about that, but I'm looking to have her on the show real soon. And she was actually sterilized. Elaine Riddick, Miss Elaine Riddick, we're looking to have her on the show. We're just trying to get our schedules together. And we're going to bring her on so she can share her story about how her grandmother was forced into them sterilizing her, okay, forced into it. You lose your benefits or you let us give her this shot. Mm-hmm. We've seen this stuff before, folks. We've definitely seen it before, and we definitely have to fight to defund Obamacare because we don't need this bill. We don't need this piece of legislation. To me, this is the equivalent to the eugenics that was going on in this country before. So, you know, a lot of people don't like it. People are saying, hey, and, and what do you guys say to that? Let, let me let me just turn the question around to you guys because I've answered it enough. But what do you say to people who believe that you know you guys are just fighting to deny folks proper health care? 
Oh, we're not I asked them, what, what do they care about my white middle-class children? Because my children will soon not be able to get the medications that they need. Uh, medication mm-hmm. that protects my son's kidneys from damage prior to Obamacare mm-hmm. had a copay of $131 for five to six mm-hmm. years. That copay today is now $532. If mm. my husband made less money or we did not have insurance, the drug company would give it to, it, it, give it to us at no cost. And it's, it's unconscionable that they think because we want to keep our own tax dollars to pay for our own kids' medical bills that we're somehow evil, racist people. I have no problem with helping those who cannot help themselves. My problem is that when we go into the hospital for procedure for my children, as I told you, we have $19,000, and something you know, so close to $20,000 in out-of-pocket medical bills this year. We go into the hospital, and we have to pay, and other people are getting it for free, and it's not that they, ha- you know, that they couldn't work. It's that they refuse to work. They're lazy, and let's just call it what it is. They're lazy. You know, and and somehow that makes us evil people because we want to care for our own children. And that's where I start to get really upset because I want to take care of my own children. I don't expect you, Michelle, the government, or my neighbor down the street to pay for our medical bills. I don't want government health care. And, frankly, I want to provide for my own children. And I want the government to stop raping me so that I can do that. It it seems like to me that... This piece of legislation, and, and kudos to you for that, because I, I, I could hear the past and the seriousness in your voice, too, by the way. But uh, it, it seems like to me this piece of legislation, you, you know, an, another question that my wife and I were talking about, but here's what I ask. You know, for people who are working, what happens when we lose our job and no one can afford to pay for their own health care and everybody's on the federal government's health care? Who's going to pay for that? Who can afford to pay for you that? You become a number. You know, what if people just say, you know what, I don't want to, I'm not, I don't want to fight this anymore. I don't want to go through this anymore. You know, I quit, I give up, or, or, or even what happened when the job shut down or they do cut off, cut backs or layoffs, and it does happen and it has happened and it will continue to happen. But what happens to those folks who once paid for their own health care and then can't afford to pay for their health care anymore? You know, it seems like to me this puts people who are working on their health care. You know, it, it seems like that's the backhanded agenda. That's the behind-the-scenes agenda for the people that can't afford to pay for it. You know, we're going to put all the burden on those folks, and then when they can't pay for it anymore, we're going to put them on our health care plan. And that's a death panel alone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the plan. Harry Reid, Nancy Pelosi, and Barack Obama himself all said prior to the 2008 election that it was their plan to get us on a one-payer system. And in 2007, Barack Obama is on videotape saying that, oh, it's not going to happen in 10 or 15 years, but, but his plan, Obamacare as we now know it, is the way to get there. So that's their plan is to crash the system and make us all dependent on the government. Wow. Talking health care, folks, talking Obamacare, Affordable Care Act, 619-638-8559, talking with Michelle, Nix, and Patty Curran, right? Yeah. Curran. Mm-hmm. All right. Got to get that right. My bad. 
I'm just not great <laughs> with names, and I hate to put your folks' names. It's like, you know, I deserve a smack or something. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> ladies, so how does, how does you know, what should everyday people do? Because, you know, folks don't, people who are uninformed, people who think they know but just don't really know. See, because there, there, there's a, I believe there's a lot of people who read and really know what's going on, but they don't have the ability to put the information out there for others to understand. Then there's a lot of people who read it and does have that ability, which I would say would, would be us three and, and, a, and a few more out there. And we put the information out, but a certain dynamic of people aren't listening. You know, some people just aren't listening. The left ain't going to hear it. They're not going to listen to what we have to say. They're not going to listen to what we have to offer. And if they do, they're going to refute it with all sorts of wrong information. And then there's a group of people who only listen to, you know, the folks that read on their side of politics. And they only listen to the speeches they give. And they only listen to the words and and the explanations that they have. And then they take that information back to their loved ones, their community, or, or their water coolers at work or what may have you their groups, if you will, and then they share that information and it becomes widespread wrong, you know, and, and people just don't know. So what should everyday people do to get a better understanding of what's going on for themselves without listening to anyone? Well, there's a few sites that they can go look and they can actually go and read the bill themselves. All they've got to do is go to the Google, go to your search engine and type in Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, and it'll pop it right up. So there's a lot of information there that they can look for and research. They can also go to Heritage and look for uh, that information, or they can go to FreedomWorks and look for information there as well. So there's a lot of places where they can find unbiased information. But if the best place to do it is go read the bill. Work for me. Definitely Patty, you got me. suggestions, Patty? Uh, no, I mean, I would say go to Heritage. That's probably They probably have the best information on Obamacare as far as numbers and statistics. Um, you know, that and FreedomWorks is another good one, but I really like Heritage. Um, just get out, talk to doctors, talk to people. I mean, in our 17 years of chronic illness, I can tell you, we have. I, I talk to everyone. I I run my pro gun shirts into the hospital just to torque them, but <laughs> I, I bring up the conversation. And we have had doctors. I mean, for 15 years, who do not want to talk about politics or Obamacare or any of that. And you know, this year they're changing their tune. We had a doctor tell us a few weeks ago, and he he really looked rather depressed. He said, "It's horrible. It's miserable. It's the worst it's ever been." and it's collapsing. And I walked out of the hospital thinking, wow, if this doctor who we've known for 15 years, who's never been political, not even interested, is saying that, how bad is it? So I, I just encourage people to, to really just interview people on your own. Talk to your doctors. Um, talk to your health care providers or PAs or nurses and find out what they think about Obamacare because they're experiencing it firsthand. You can read the bill, but I tell you, I've read the bill, and a lot of it is pursuant to Medicare, blah, 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 pursuant to Medicaid, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and it goes through in its numbers and you know, and, and the secretary shall, the secretary shall, it sets up all of these. The problem with Obamacare is it gives the power to unelected officials that we have no recourse to fire. We, we don't vote these people into office because it says the secretary shall. So the HHS mm-hmm. secretary 
sets up all of these, and then they make decisions for us. I mean, it's just like the HHS mandate. It just was wielded from on high. That's not in the bill. The bill doesn't say that people have to violate their religious consciences and provide abortion drugs and contraception. That came from on high. So I, that's what I would suggest for people to do is just, just to talk to everyday people who deal with the bill firsthand. Well, there you have it from the horse's mouth, folks. I, and, you know, you don't have, you don't only have to take my word for it. I, I just, you know, I, I just don't hold back, man. I, I say what I believe and what I think uh, based off what I read. And, you know, some people accept it. Some people don't. You know, it is what it is. But I also got to give a shout out to my man, Dr. C.L. Gray, MD. Uh, you know, he's a nationally recognized writer, speaker, and uh, he's a board certified physician. He practices uh, hospital-based medicine in Western North Carolina. And uh, in '06, in he founded uh, Physicians for Reform. It's a nonprofit that's dedicated to, like, patient-centered, fiscally responsible, fiscally responsible health care uh, reform. So, you know, he wrote a book that's entitled uh, The Battle for America's Soul, uh, Healthcare, the Cultural War, and the Freedom and the Future of Freedom. And uh, it's a forward in there by Reed Buckley. And, you know, this is a very informative book uh, by a very honest believer of God, believer of Jesus Christ. And uh, this gentleman doesn't hold any punches either. He tells you like it is from a medical perspective. This is another individual who's out here fighting. He's talking about what's really going on with healthcare and really trying to sound the alarm. You know, if if you don't believe anything, folks, all, all I can say to you is you have to question anything that the federal government, the people who constantly take from you and give you nothing, you know, you, you have to question yeah. their, their, their method in forcing healthcare on you. You, know, you do. You have to question that. Especially when they're going to. Yeah. Especially when they're going to hire sixteen thousand more IRS agents to go ahead and make sure you're complying with it. <laughs> you know, there's something wrong with the bill when you've got to hire additional more. Uh, you know, additional IRS agents. <laughs> right. Right. There's that, that is, statement that said it's going to be health care that's as efficient as the DMV. Um, something about the post office. I mean, but you think about it, they can't even run the post office or the DMV or the Veterans Administration hospitals, I mean, and then they're going to control all of it. That Doesn't that just give you the warm fuzzies? Yeah. <laughs> it scares the hell out of me. I mean, yeah, quite honest exactly, with you. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you don't I mean, even you know don't what... you want VA medicine? I mean, what's wrong that. with you? You don't see the veterans lined up in the hallways of the hospitals not getting care? I mean, come on, we all want that, right? Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, it <laughs> wow. is, it's that scary. I don't know where we're going to end up, but I do know that if people don't get out there and vote and, and folks don't get out there and really talk about, you know, what's going on and, and read for themselves, despite who's the loudmouth in the group that's spewing all their garbage, you know, if you don't get out there and read for yourself and know what's going on for yourself for the betterment of you and your family and vote on that, we're in trouble. We are in more trouble than what it looks like if we can't get that part right, so... You know, it's not only about a general election, folks. It's about holding your congressmen accountable as well. So make sure you call your representatives. You know, you send letters to your representatives, record this stuff, send them emails, do whatever you got to do, because not only marching helps anymore. In 64, that was cool, but today you need to get on the phone and, and jump in the car and make some visits and, and start recording this stuff and call these folks. So, you know, shout out to you ladies, man. B.I.G., shout out to you ladies for what you're doing. Please continue to get your message out. If I can help, you know where I am. Make sure you give me a call. I will do what I can do. 
promise you that. Thank you, Pudge. You appreciate that. Thanks. Thank you, ladies. But before you go, starting with Michelle, then we'll go to you, Patty. You've got to give a shout-out because, you know, we do shout-outs on this show. I'm going to give a shout-out to my husband, John Nix, who's running for Kinston City Council. Um, so we yeah. need to go ahead and get him elected, uh, a nonpartisan election, first time ever in Kinston's municipal history. Um, so we are running on a, on a nonpartisan ticket, John Nix for city council. Everyone give him a vote. I'm also going to give a shout-out to Tracy Bankston, Velvet Shelton Cowan. Yeah. We're going to give one to Jeannie Qualio. We're going to give one to uh, Mary Ann. All the Heritage Action Sentinels who are helping with these uh, defund Obamacare town halls. And Patty Curran, to you especially for putting that video together. Fantastic job. I like that. Now that's well, a you just stole my shout out. Patty, what you got for me? Oh, I just want to give a shout out to all my family and friends that have encouraged me and the people who shared my video. That I mean, it's got like 3,000 hits and it's only been a couple of days. And a big shout out to Joyce Crowick, who's our uh, NC GOP vice chair. She's um, she's a wonderful mentor of mine, and I just love her to death. And I, I learned everything I know about grassroots from her. She's a trailblazer, man. <laughs> shout out to you, ladies. Shout out to all your shout outs. B.I.G. shout out to you. Thanks for coming on the show. You guys are welcome back anytime. Call in when you feel like it, and I will be happy to speak to you and share whatever you have. Shout out to John Nix and Tracy, man. Joyce, you in there too, baby. And I got to give another shout out to Claude Pope, man, because, you know, that was a B.I.G. move right there. So uh, thanks for coming on the show, ladies, and we will talk to you again real soon. Thank you, Paul Bye. Got it. Goodbye. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. We'll be right back. Five minutes to the close of the show, baby. You're rocking with the number one black conservative southeast of the United States, and we do it B.I.G. We'll be right, we'll be right back after these messages. Just be a man. I want to be your friend, not now and then, but until the end. How many more innocent people? How many more? How many more? What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history? Democide, or death by government, has killed 290 million people on record. Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR, 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany, nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism. Nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization killed over 50 million people. Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government. 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party, as many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987. And the list goes on and on. Demand to know why the Department of Homeland Security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets. How many more people does government have to kill? Enough. Enough. Demand an end to citizen disarmament. As an American. As an American citizen. As a patriot. For your children. Enough of the people laying down and letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time. It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns, people die. It's time to realize the biggest threat to you and your family is government. It's time to recognize 
Government is the greatest killer of all time. Demand they show you the word hunting in the Second Amendment. Demand our politicians uphold the Constitution and Bill of Rights as they swore to when they took office. It's time for our leaders to read the Constitution. It's time for our leaders to obey the Constitution. The Constitution. The Constitution. Because a well-regulated militia with 10-round magazines wouldn't last very long. So now you know the most dangerous thing to you and your family in the world is government. Because mass murderers agree, gun control works. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? No girl to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. Become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me. And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, 17 years old, kicked out on the street. Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face, ain't a woman alive. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. Folks, it's time to close the show, man. It's been a beautiful show. I hope you guys got a lot of info and a lot out of what we said. Probably pissed a lot of folks off, probably enlightened a lot of people. But the only thing that I do, I challenge you guys to be interactive with each other. I definitely challenge you to speak to people, to open your mouths to people, because to me, that's how we win. You know, we can only communicate. The differences we can we can, can can be overshadowed by our communication. We can put away our differences if we just get together and we can communicate on things the proper way. That's something that we have to win at. We can't afford not to continue not communicating with each other. And, and we can't afford to continue to stay in our own boxes. You know, th- those boxes just don't work for us. We gotta, we gotta be able to uh, interact with each other. We gotta be able to discern. We gotta be able to share our experiences without being offended. You know, some people need therapy out here. We need to be able to allow people to have their therapy and be able to help people with their therapy. You know, along the way, and, and, and just love people. It doesn't always have to be tough love. We just need to be able to love people and you know discern and, and you know share experience with people and, and have some understanding about what other people go through. And, uh, you know, in terms of the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, read for yourself. You know, put away all the things that people have said to you or have said about the whole situation. You know, get with your family. If you can't read it all yourself, bring your, bring your kids in and, and just read this stuff for yourself. So you can understand what it means for your household, you know, not what the general public is saying, not what your congressman is saying, not what your best friend is saying, not what the smartest person at work is saying about it. You know, read it for yourself and, and, and make it realistic for you. 
Because, you know, times change and, and, and things change and sometimes you don't have the ability to understand things unless you actually go and prove it. So in doing so, I, I don't appreciate uh, any institution that wants to mandatory, especially the government, that wants to manda- make mandatory something that we should have our free will and our free choice at. You know, I, I start questioning things when the government makes something mandatory for American citizens who are supposed to be free. So, you know, uh, that's where I stand with it. And, and, and when I read it, I don't appreciate it. I'm scared to death of it because, you know, there, there's a few things and, and a lot of questions that are, are unanswered. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't understand that people, you know, want to have the proper health care for themselves and for their children. You know, I, I understand that. I get that. But I'm just here to tell you guys that this plan, this proposal, this bill isn't what we need. This isn't the one. Anyway, check us out next Sunday, uh, the third annual Back to School kickoff 2013. We will be at uh, 1010 Duke Street, Greensboro, North Carolina at Mitchell Park, uh, August 25th. Don't forget, we'll be there from 2 p.m. through 7 p.m. Going to have some guest speakers out there. We're going to have a bunch of fun. Uh, so join us for fun and, and, and at the event, you know, help children of all age prepare to go back to school. We're going to have school supplies that will be given out to over 700 kids, we hope. You know, we're still taking donations up to the last minute, so just give us a call. Parent or guardian must be present with children or your child to receive your school supplies. This, there'll be free food, there'll be a DJ, we'll do some raffles, face painting games, and etc. Uh, there'll be more giveaways info and resources for all people who need, you know, more information on their family or need to know where to get more resources to help, help, you know, help this, help themselves or help their family members. Uh, we'll have the biggest kickball game known to man. So everybody come out. We're going to have a lot of people out there helping us out. All bike clubs, you guys are welcome. All Patriots, I want to see you guys there. For more information, make sure you contact my brother, Rashad Woods, Vice President of the Love and Father Society at 336 662 7802 or contact his wife Contessa Woods 336-681-7426 and they'll be able to help you guys. You got my number also. Check us out 909-KIRP102. We're also looking for sponsors. You guys, if you'd like to sponsor the KRP Radio Show or if you'd like to place an ad on the KRP Radio Show, we would definitely welcome that. So make sure you contact William at KRP102. 909-KIRP102 or krpradio at gmail.com. Folks, it is time to get out of here. I appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Remember, you are number one in our book, and you are definitely B-I-G in our book for listening to the show and continue to make us the number one black conservative talk radio show southeast of the United States, baby. And we are definitely still doing it. B-I-G. One love. Don't forget to share some love to everybody. Don't forget to speak and interact with each other. I will see you guys at the event next week, 1010 Duke Street, Greensboro, North Carolina. Don't forget to stop through. I am out of here. One love. K-I-R-P Radio! Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real Only gon' recognize, still, still reckon I will Like we always do with this time I go for mine, I get to shine Now throw your hands up in the sky I go for mine, I get to shine Now throw your hands up in the sky I'm gonna get on the TV, mama, mama I'm gonna put this down Hey, 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 